This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. We call our early week edition the Game Plan. My name is Chris Plank. Thank you, as always, for downloading, subscribing, and being a part of the Sooner Sports Podcast. Uh, What a crazy week. I don't know if in the history of athletics you've had a crazier week involving one of the all-time greats retiring, Lincoln Riley taking over, And then your softball team winning a national championship. It was just pure insanity last week. And I think it might take several podcasts to kind of better explain and come to grips with what uh, went down last week. If you haven't had a chance yet, go check in our archives at Soonersports.tv slash podcast and listen to last Friday's episode because it was a really good one-on-one with Toby Rowland and Lincoln Riley. I had a chance to go one-on-one with national championship coaches JT Gasso and Ryan Hibble. Uh, It's some wild perspective on what, again, has been one of the more successful spring seasons, and then at the same time as we roll into summer, one of the more shocking and surprising with the news that broke. You won two national championships in gymnastics, men's and women. You won a national championship in golf. You won a Second straight national championship in softball. And then your head coach, after 18 years, steps away only to have the uh, guy who's been on staff for the last couple of years and has proven his worth in Lincoln Riley take over. I mean, I challenge you. I challenge you to find a crazier stretch in college athletics. It will be it'll be tough to find. Coming up on today's episode of the Sooner Sports Podcast, we'll review the crazy week that was for Sooner football with Jessica Cootie coming up a little bit later on in the show. And she has a sit-down that will drop later today on Soonersports.tv where she goes one-on-one with not only Lincoln Riley, but also Caleb Kelly and Baker Mayfield. We'll bring you those one-on-ones later this week, but kind of wanted to take you behind the scenes and get Jess's perspective on maybe some things she learned, uh, maybe some things we won't necessarily see in the interview, but that caught her ear and caught her eye in talking to Lincoln Riley. But I want to kick off the game plan this week. On Friday, Toby Rowland, the voice of the Sooners, who typically joins me, but he's on vacation with his wife this week. Uh, Toby sat down with the longest tenured assistant for the Oklahoma Sooners, Kale Gundy. Kale has been a day oneer with Bob Stoops. Whenever Bob Stoops was hired, Kale was one of his first hires as an assistant coach. He's been in charge of running backs, recently shifted to the inside receivers, and has always had an incredible presence on the recruiting trail. And when you start thinking of people whose perspective you want to get on Bob Stoops leaving, Kale Gundy is right at the top of the list. So we kick off the game plan this week, Soonersports.tv slash podcast, with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland, sitting down with Kale Gundy. How's that new facility over there? It is, it is awesome. I, you know, I was just telling somebody the other day before we left town, um, I still get lost in there. It's so big. Um, I mean, several times I will come out of my office or another office and walk one way and I need to be going the other way or trying to find, um, you know, which elevator I want to go down or go up. Um, it's a beautiful facility. Uh, it was something that, you know, we've, we've, there's already been some former players that have come through there. Um, because they've had some some of their sons or um, friends of theirs 
um, through camp. So they've been through there and, and, and they're all obviously very impressed with it. And, and obviously it's, you know, everybody's had a hand in it. Um, you know, it's a lot of years of success. It's a lot of years of, you know, great people, a lot of support from our people from the outside and, and people making the decision to, to get behind it and, and put this thing forward and, and to build it. What's the coolest thing? Like, I haven't, seen, I haven't been through it yet. So what's the cool? Like, you walk in, you go, holy cow, that's pretty sweet. Well, oh, gosh, I don't know. I mean, everything is, you know, the lock, the kid, the, the player's locker room is obviously very special. You know, the the the, the whole bottom floor, I mean, they're, you know, Lincoln Riley's office, which used to be, you know, Bob's office, Lincoln's office is, uh, it, every time I walk in there, it reminds me of Bob's house. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a grand, grand uh, room. Um, you know, just the, the, the spaciousness, um, you know, the, uh, the meeting space, uh, but the, you know, the players amenities, everything that they have down there for them is, uh, is really good. All right. I didn't call you to talk about the uh, facilities, so uh, that was, I'm, I got to get over there. Um, were you talking uh, college softball? Are we talking? Golf? Yeah, I called you to talk softball. That's exactly right. I know you were fired up by watching the ladies the other day. Oh, my um, gosh. Awesome. Go ahead, though. Uh, were you surprised? No. Nothing surprises me with Patty Gasso. No, 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 no. Were you surprised Wednesday? Oh, <laughs> um, a little bit. Um, I all, you know, I've always known this day was going to come with Bob. Um, I, I think I was, I handled it much differently than most people. I was very, very excited for for Coach, uh, just because I've known him for so long. You know, besides myself and and Jerry Schmidt um, and Matt McMillan, our administrative assistant, who's Bob's best friend. Uh, you know, we're the guys that's been there with him forever. Um, I'm just, I've, you know, I'm just, I've just been overwhelmed with, you know, he he called me in early in the morning and we talked about it and and uh, I'm just so excited for him. I think it's just it couldn't have happened at a more perfect time <clears throat> for him um, to to spend time with his family and to, you know, to get around his two boys and and watch them and be able to go to their practices and maybe go to some summer camps with them and and watch them finish their high school career. You know, he's a family man, and that's the most important thing. And, and uh, I just think it's the perfect timing. And, and with, you know, it, it, it happened at a really good time in the summertime, which I think is really good, a lot better than in January or February. And obviously passing uh, the reins over to a guy who, in my opinion, since I've been um, coaching, is the very best assistant football coach I've ever been around in Lincoln Riley. You have a unique perspective on Bob. I mean, you've, you've been with him every step of the way. And I know when this all started back in 1999 and you were a part of it, I'm sure you hoped that, you know, this guy knows what he's talking about and this is going to be, this is going to be a fun ride. What do you remember the point where maybe you thought or it dawned on you, hey, this guy knows what he's doing. We're going to be really good. He's really good. I'm talking about Bob now. You remember? Maybe yeah. it was that first year. Maybe it was the first week. It maybe was, it was five years down the line. It was. It was definitely. I would say it was probably the you know the early, um, you know about halfway through the 2000 year. Um, obviously, we you know felt like we had a very very good season in, in the very first one in 1999. 
that's crazy. Even talking about 99, it seems like it's not even, <laughs> it's been 50 years, but, um, you know, to see, I mean, we knew that we had very good players here. Uh, we knew we just had to change some things, um, and had to, you know, get them going in the right direction and just add a few pieces. And, um, you know, we, I look back and, and God, we were all so young. I was incredibly young at the time. Uh, Bob was very, very young at the time. And, um, but we had a, a ton of energy, um, and, um, you know, with, with his leadership and, and everything that, you know, that he had brought from obviously Coach Spurrier and Coach Snyder and, you know, the the other assistants that we had at the time, we had so many great assistants that um, when you get those guys going and you're at a place like Oklahoma, it's, it's, it's going to happen. But I would definitely say it was early, very, very early. It did not take very long for me to think that this, that, that Bob was going to be very special. You, you had a high praise there for Lincoln. I mean, to call him, I think you said, the very best assistant coach you've been around. You've been around yep. some good ones that are head coaches right it. now at other places. Why do you for, say that, and what, what makes him right for this job in your mind? He's the most well-rounded um, assistant coach that I've ever been around. Um, a lot of most, I would say most football coaches, um, aren't um don't really see the total big picture in the sense of uh when it comes to things off the field and that's what i think what separates lincoln is lincoln has the whole package lincoln lincoln understands recruiting he understands compliance uh he understands uh money financial needs he understands um the administration needs there's a lot of a lot of coaches in our sport that uh, just, you know, believe everything needs to happen just because they're football or they're football coaches. Uh, well, that's not always the case. I mean, there's a lot of wants, but um, we still have to work together as a university and as administration. Um, he's just the most well-rounded guy. He's extremely, extremely intelligent. intelligent. Um, you know, besides the X's and O's on the field, he's a tremendous leader, uh, great motivator. He can he can get after you um, with the best of them, but he can also um, um, love you and respect you, you know, as much as any coach I've ever been around uh, to a player. And um, that's what it's all about. That's when you get your guys playing at the very best when they know that that you carely you you truly have a, a great interest and care about them as a person and not just as a football player. That's when you get the very best of him, and um, he's he's very unique and special in that way. He's going to keep calling plays, but he's the head coach now, which means his time is going to be, you know, pulled in other directions. Are your responsibilities going to change at all? You know, I don't know. Uh, that's something. Um, you know, all this this obviously happened very fast. Um, you know, we um, we. We've only had the chance to get together twice as a staff uh, before we've left to go to our uh, football camps, and we're still in we're in Houston this morning um, finishing up our last one. Those roles will be, you know, we'll figure those things out um, as soon as we get back. Um, and, and Lincoln knows, I, you know, he, I've talked to him, and, and he knows that, you know, that I'll do, you know, whatever he asked me to do. Um, to be a part of this program. And, and he, it didn't take him long to realize that 
you know, whenever he came in two years ago when I left, uh, when I was, you know, asked to consider changing positions from running back to to go coach the inside receivers. Um, you know, I, I think that he, he figured that out really fast that here's, you know, here's a guy that's been here a long time that's been coaching a lot of great running backs and, you know, he'll do whatever he needs to do to be a part of this program and help this place win. And, and that's what I'm going to do. And I'm just going to try to help him as much as possible. And, um, and um, you know, we got a great, really great support staff around him and, and uh, very excited for what's, what's about to happen. From your view, what what has the reaction of the players and and maybe even the recruits been? Because, you know, rarely does a coach leave. Certainly, won the status of Bob Stoops without there being some sort of attrition out there. Because that's who these guys came to play for, or that's who these recruits signed up to play for, or committed to play for. I haven't heard any of that, Kale. It sounds like every a hundred percent everybody's on board here. What what's yeah, your reaction every- been? It it is. Everybody's excited. The rec- the recruiting is is it's very. I mean, it's very very hot right now. Um, it's there's a ton, a lot of energy. You know, it's you know we've you know and again we've got great assistant coaches that do a tremendous job in recruiting and and you know when you recruit young men out of high school and parents is you got to prepare them for stuff like this. Is you got to be making the right decisions for the or the university. You got to want to be there. That's the place where you want to go and play football and get your education. Um, and, and I know some of that may sound a little, you know, kind of coach talk, but that's, those are certain things that you got to do and prepare them for days like this. They, people know recruits, know family, they know what, what we have done offensively the last two years with Lincoln Riley has been one of the best, if not the best offense, most exciting offenses in the country. So now the guy that was running that was was organizing that is now taking over the whole program. So if anybody has any common sense, so now it it all is going to be like that. And recruits see that they understand that. I mean, this isn't a guy that you know just that just came in here or maybe you know come from another program that was just kind of a mid-level place or just having some success i mean this is a guy that's been running an offense at the university of oklahoma at the highest level and has uh you know put an offense on the field that's the best in the country and and uh with the the great leadership that we have with our players right now coming back um it's just it's a great momentum um and and the players are are very excited about it I don't have any idea what conversations you you have with recruits, but that you know I do listen to kind of the grapevine, and and it you know the, the rumors were out there anyway that um, you know maybe Lincoln Riley wouldn't be around here very long, and maybe that was a, other schools were telling kids that oh, listen he's going to be a head coach if you go play at Oklahoma you're not going to be playing for Lincoln Riley very long because he's going to be a head coach somewhere else. This certainly alleviates that if that was a storyline. There's no doubt. I mean, was that a was that a storyline, and is and does this help you in that regard? I guess is my question. The, 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 yes, there was some of that out there. Um, you know, everybody's got to try to find a way to to knock people off the top. Um, you know, there's you know we again the the beauty of of, of being a, a football coach at Oklahoma with what we've done here since we've been here with Coach Stoops, what we've been doing, you know, the last year, the year before, and for many years is we can provide facts. There's a lot of talk that goes on in, in, uh, in this, 
business. A lot of, you know, it's just, just like car salesmen. You know, at the end of the day, you got to you got to lift up that hood and you got to see what's underneath there. You know, I don't. You can sit there and tell me how fast it runs and and you know, you go to a car dealership and and, and every single car is brand new. It's cleaned. It's you know, they got armor on the tires. You you open the door and and it's it smells good inside, but they all don't run the same. And the University of Oklahoma does not run the same, and it has it has proof behind what it's done. And uh, there was, you know, again, there's people out there that try to do, they got to try to find a way to convince kids to do something differently. And at the end of the day, we want the ones that are smart enough to realize the difference between um, a lot of BS and then the ones that really, really, truly want to be a part of something special and be a part of something that, that uh, they're going to remember the rest of their life, and that's what they get here with us. Great stuff. Hey, Kale, thanks for spending 15 minutes with us. We really appreciate it. Safe travels. I know you're on the road, so uh, get back here safely. Thanks, bud. All right. Thank you. Kale Gundy's one of the best. Uh, probably underappreciated. Um, I don't want to say undervalued because I think that everyone inside those football office walls get what Kale, what Kale Gundy means to this program, but an absolute stud in every sense of the word. And Anytime you have him on your team, you feel good about your chances. So great stuff with Toby and Coach Gundy. Well, what about Lincoln Riley? You heard from him on last week's podcast. Now let's go in-depth. Our own Jessica Cootie, Sooner Sports TV reporter, had a chance to sit down with Lincoln and just curious to kind of get her overall thoughts on what really stood out whenever she finally had a chance to go one-on-one with the new head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners, Lincoln Riley. Yes, I did sit down with him on Friday along with uh, Baker Mayfield and Caleb Kelly. Um, so got some good stuff out of them. We'll have the one-on-one interview coming up with Lincoln Riley um, tomorrow um, along with some fun questions that Mike Kalk has a little Q&A um, with Coach Riley, getting to know him a little bit. And um, so that'll be coming out Tuesday, and then I'll be working on a feature with uh, Caleb and Baker coming up uh, later on. Not sure when the, the plan is for that, but it was um it was really it was great. I mean it was really interesting to sit down with Coach Riley, but then it was also really neat to kind of get to sit down with the players and get their perspective, um, not in a media uh, press conference type setting. And you know uh, it was it was pretty crazy to see the completely different perspective from somebody like Baker Mayfield, who is going into his final year and Caleb Kelly who's going into his second year and then the offense and defense is pretty neat to kind of get the the back and forth perspective between those two so um, I can tell you this both really excited Um, you know Caleb Kelly talked about how whenever people would ask him who was his favorite offensive coach you know because like you said you know you don't necessarily if you're a defensive player he knows Coach Bullware obviously well because it's special teams, but as far as the other offensive coaches go, it's not like he knows them very well. He right. don't spend a lot of time with them, but when he would be asked about who his favorite offensive coach was, it was hands down Lincoln Riley. He had a great relationship with him, so you know he's kind of taken a little bit of responsibility with the freshman guys who are coming in. You know, this is like completely, I'm sure, a shell shock for them because they don't know Coach Riley at all um, as far as they haven't even been around him um, and practices, and some of them might have been recruited a little bit by him and, and met him in that type of scenario. But 
Um, you know, so he said Caleb feels like he has a responsibility to those freshman guys to kind of help them with this transition. But, you know, what's crazy is neither one of them think it's going to be that that big of a transition, big of a change, because, um, you know, Lincoln Riley was in the system. He's been around. The coaching staff is the same. And Coach Dukes is still going to be around. So there was not an ounce of panic or worry or anything like that from – from the two guys that I spoke to. And you're talking about two guys that are completely different opposite ends of the spectrum. I brought this up earlier, and again, when you say anything, it's not a knock on any anything that Coach Stoops did by any stretch of the imagination. But it's kind of amazing, Jess, and you touched on it, how it was almost a business-as-usual mantra despite the fact that the guy who had been the staple, the foundation, the brick of this program, and brick and mortar, if you will, of this program for 18 years, stepped away on, what, Wednesday of last week. It's almost as if it's just business as usual, and I think that speaks a lot to the focus of leaders like Baker and Caleb Kelly, and then obviously the the incredible belief they have in, in Lincoln Riley. I was over there on Thursday and Friday, and it was almost as if nothing had changed. They're just moving right along. Yeah, I think they're taking some comfort in knowing that Coach Stoops is still going to be around. You know, he's right. not like he's like going to not ever show his face again, and they'll never see him again ever in their lives. He's going to be around, and you know, that's what Coach Riley said. He's not going to hesitate to call Coach Stoops if he has a question. And I think Coach Stoops has put that out there that he wants to still be involved, however he can, however he can help. And so I think that's comforting. But no, this is a hungry bunch, and. You know, they, um, they're pretty pretty dedicated, pretty motivated. I asked Caleb Kelly, I said, you know, you guys have gone through now. You, they reported, I think, last Monday. And so they've kind of had a week now worth of workouts. And, um, you know, he, he said they're really, they're really motivated, very hungry. It's the intensity level within even just the first week of workouts has been very, very high. And so, yeah, I think they're eager to get back to it and, um, you know, they, they know that it's not going to, um, you know, their their goals don't change. You know, they still are a, a group of football players that want to win a national title and want to put themselves in the best uh, situation to win a national title. And they don't for a second believe that that should alter at all because Lincoln Riley's not the coach. It should completely stay the same. Nothing changes as far as their expectations and goals go. We're hanging out with Jessica Cootie talking about her interview that will drop on Soonersports.tv with Lincoln Riley coming up on Tuesday. I, I want to get some perspective from you on what Kelly, Caleb Kelly and Baker Mayfield had to say, but Jess, was there anything that really stood out from what Lincoln had to say? And I know we'll get a chance to listen to it, and uh, I'm, I'm not trying to spoil anything in the interview, but was there anything that really caught your attention? I mean, kind of like I said before, like last Friday when I was telling you kind of what what I, my goal was going into it, and I think for me it was more so letting Sooner fans and viewers and, um, you know, recruits, whoever, that are going to watch this interview, kind of get to know Coach Riley um, beyond just the process of what happened with Coach Toops. You know, I think that's kind of – that was obviously the interest last week when it all happened is yeah. – you know, when did you know? What happened? What was the process like? And so I think that's kind of gotten out there now. And um, so my, my goal was to kind of let fans get to know him in a um, more of a 
how did you get to this point type of way. Um, and so I thought it was interesting to hear him talk about, you know, his, his uh, when he wanted to be a coach and, and the evolution of, okay, I want to be a coach. Okay, I want to be a college coach. Okay, I want to be a head college coach. And just kind of how that evolved a little bit, I thought that was really interesting, and you'll be able to hear that as well. Um, some of the people that have influenced him along the way. Um, and then I think this will be no surprise, but I asked him what was the biggest thing that he learned from Coach Stoops, and he talked about, you know, how important the balance is between, you know, you've got to have a balance between family and football. And that's one thing that I think every coach that works under, with, around Coach Stoops any person understands that there's a balance and for you to be successful um, you've got to have you've got to find that balance and so I think that was you know I don't think that was necessarily surprising but it was pretty cool to hear him kind of break down about okay you know because Lincoln Riley is a he's also a very very big family man and and he's um, that's a priority to him and so I think seeing that somebody like Coach Stoops and how he does it and that he, you can do it and still find success, then I, I, you know, I think that was pretty neat as well to hear. I've been really impressed to see the way that the players have handled this. And it obviously starts from the top with a leader like Baker Mayfield and a guy who I think, I'm really glad you chatted with, has incredible leadership capability in Caleb Kelly. Yeah, and you know one thing that I thought was really neat about Caleb Kelly, and, you know, he's one that I think we started to talk to a little bit more once, he got more playing time, but I think he's going to be someone that we're going to be um, hearing a lot more from this year because he's very impressive. He's very smart. He knows kind of what's going on. He understands it. He's very, um, very good at with the media type stuff. And, um, you know, I, I found this really interesting when he talked about um, Coach Stoop. Uh, he said that, and Coach Stoops kind of really developed a special relationship because being from California, his flights might leave before some of the guys that could get out of here and drive and go home, you know, whether that be here in Oklahoma, Texas. So, you know, he'd always have to fly home for holidays, and so his flight, whenever he'd kind of be hanging around, he'd always go hang out in Coach Stoops' office and, and talk a lot. So he said, you know, I, I we got really close to Coach Stoops, and, uh, but he, he said – the thing that I will always have a very special relationship with Coach Stoops is um, Oklahoma was his very first offer um, in high school when he was a sophomore, and he said, so Coach Stoops was the very first person to tell me that my dreams were going to be coming true. So I, I, he's very close with Coach Stoops, but on, on the flip side of that, when Coach Stoops had told the team that they were leaving, Caleb went up there and um, uh, talked with Coach Stoops for a little bit, and Coach Stoops told him that, you know, you're, you're you know, you've, just, it doesn't matter what age you are. And he had told them told him this a little bit last year. It doesn't matter that you're a freshman, you still have to you still have to be a leader. And so I think that's one thing he said, I, I meant what I said, now that you're a sophomore, you have to step up and be a leader and, and help, you know, with, with the transition of it all. And you know, that meant a lot to, for Caleb to hear that from Coach Stoops because of the, the very special relationship that they have. So yeah, I think Caleb Kelly is going to be key. Baker Mayfield obviously is going to be key, but it's, that's kind of the, with the. That's I guess I'm talking more about what I, I chatted with with Caleb Kelly than Baker because that's I nice. think obviously Baker and Lincoln have a very close relationship, and and the offensive guys they know Lincoln and they know 
uh, what to expect, but maybe not so much the defensive guys know exactly what, what to what's to come. And that's what Coach Riley said in his team meeting is that he knows he has to, you know, win over their trust. And um, But that was repeatedly what Baker and word for word what Baker and Caleb Tilly said is that it will not take long for Lincoln to win over the defense just like he's won over the offense already. Jess, I don't know if we've talked about this kind of on a personal level, but you growing up in, in Sentinel and having followed Oklahoma football your whole life, basically uh, all you guys really knew, all you knew was really Bob Stoops, a little bit of the eras before him, but as far as you know, your adult life and through your teens and through your high school years, it was Bob Stoops and the Sooners. Has it truly sunk in for you personally yet that Bob Stoops isn't going to be the coach of the Sooners? No, I mean, I woke up, I think, Thursday and thought it was like a dream, you know, <laughs> that it all happened, you know. It's like, Same. did that really happen? Same. Um, but the more that I've kind of, you know, read and listened to interviews and, and you know, after I listened to the press conference, I mean, it's, I think it's really – it's. Um, it's exciting, I think, for a lot of a lot of Sooner fans that have kind of gotten to be around the program. I think uh, Coach Riley again. It's uh, there's been a lot of talk about oh, it's really hard to follow a legend, but I I think that was really important for Coach Hoops to set up whoever his successor was, and that it wasn't going there wasn't going to be a drop off. There's not going to be a change in the anything how this program runs, like it, as far as. They're going to continue to go out there and compete for Big 12 titles. And I think he wanted it to be the best, absolute best possible scenario for whoever that would be. And so I think that was really cool that the way that it all happened and that, that it was important to Coach Stoops. And I think Lincoln Riley said this in, in several of his interviews, how unselfish it was of Coach Stoops to make sure, you know, because a lot of guys, oh, yeah, I mean, this is a pretty good team they've got coming back. They've got – you know, the Tyson caliber quarterback, and they're coming out the Big 12 championship. They've got the big, the number, top five recruiting class coming in. But, you know, it, it was the right time. And so I think the, it sunk in now. Um, it took a couple of days. But I think the more that you kind of realize the thinking and the and understanding behind Coach Stoops' decision, um, you know, the, um, the trust and the belief that the players have in Coach Riley – I think it's sunk in, and I think it's exciting, and I think it'll be fun to see how um, Coach Riley will be as he kind of continues to make this transition and, and get everything in place. And, you know, there's not – the staff isn't changing, um, and, and I, so I think that, again, is really key for these players, um, that their, their position coaches are still going to be the same. You know, so it's not like it's going to be some huge difference when they, when they start uh, – get out back out on the field with them come August. What a week. Uh, we'll continue to recap. We have started putting together our special tribute podcast to Bob Stoops. And, man, as I've put this together, I, I think it's going to be something that might end up being more of a three, four, or even five-part series. So as we continue to gather interviews, as we continue to talk to administrators, secretaries, former players, former coaches, I think you're really going to enjoy what's on tap over the next couple of weeks and looking back on what was the Bob Stoops era. So until then, everyone have a great week. Hopefully it's filled with sunblock and pool time. And until next edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast, which will drop Friday morning, the tailgate, Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. 
Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air.